W-H-O universe. I'm just kidding. We are live on the Lonely TARDIS, your journey into Time Lords and space with the worst rate of voice on the planet, uh, myself, um, a wonderful trio of companions who arrive each week out of the TARDIS, emerge from the TARDIS, I should say, to try to figure out what the F is going on in the world of Doctor Who. Uh, and we're going to try that this week um, as we discuss uh, the latest episode five of, uh, of Doctor Who season 13. I am Dolly Domofsky. This guy right here is Marcus Annoyed Gamer Beer. And this guy, this guy right there is uh, Sean Norton. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I know to look that way and to look down. Um, I still don't gentlemen, have it. I keep doing like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how you, how you guys doing, first and foremost? It was Turkey Day here in the U.S. Uh, yeah. The day that we broke away from uh, Marcus's, Marcus's uh, little island over there. No, no. That, that, when you technically, well, you broke away technically on July the 4th. True, it, true, and it was you didn't leave on Thanksgiving. Actually, wait, wait, what am I thinking? What? <laughs> no, it's like Thanksgiving me, when what, oh, oh, hang on, we have an indigenous population to <laughs> wait till it debuts and take advantage of. There's nothing. Not the, the, the no, you know what? Uh, no, I made like, myself because I just went with that. I was like, yeah, the Russians the uh, jerks. Today, to, uh, we were kind of joking before. But today's my birthday, and wow, that extra that additional step in age hit me in hard. Hit me hard. Birthday, I was thinking, you, why am I thinking Thanksgiving you. is? Oh God, Lord! How old are you oh, today? Oh my goodness, forty-three. Forty-three, my friends. Shut up. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. shut up. I in two okay. days, I am fifty-one. That's nothing, man. You know, what? I'm I, telling you. If you uh, think you're going to you're, you're going to be now, just wait till you get to your fifties. It's all downhill. <laughs> If I get the, uh, we were talking before the show. If I get a, a cool ass beard with salt and pepper on there, like you, then then I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, yeah, it's birthday. It's birthday week for us, which is great. Sagittarians rule. And uh, sorry, Sean. Um, <laughs> uh, we love you. We're just kidding. Um, but we are Dude, going to talk. Life life. I don't care. I just threw my pen and forget it. I don't care if I threw my pen because we're going to talk about episode five, Survivors of the Flux. Maybe we'll survive this flux. I don't know if we will because uh, let me do, let me give you – I've mastered the rundown for this episode, okay? Here we go. Here's a summary for, for this episode. Episode five, Survivors of the Flux. Uh, the title screen rolls. I have no effing idea what's going on. Okay, let's 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 dive right into it. That was it. That was a summary. Let's dive right into it. I've been chibnulled. <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is happening in this episode. And Sean, you put it best in our messages, our DMs, uh, when when you we thought that uh, maybe we weren't going to be able to record today. Um, but you basically you basically said the same thing. I have no effing idea what's going on here. I don't. I well, I can tell you what's going on. What's going on is once upon a time when we were all younger and more naive, so five episodes ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> we said maybe a six-episode arc would be good for Chips and his writing style, and maybe having this condensed story mm-hmm. would be better than having a full season run for him. Yeah. He knew what story he wanted to tell. He had his arc, beginning, middle, end. Six episodes, six hours, boom. Then like an episode or two ago, we were like, well... 
he's got a lot to wrap up here, but it's still there's still things to like. And then last week, I you know all the he went hard on the division and time travel mm-hmm. stuff. Um, at the end of what an otherwise cracking episode. Crack now it. this this yeah. week, <laughs> he can't do it. He can't do it. There is no effing way that this guy can wrap up this show in a way that is going to be satisfying. And, I wouldn't and trust instead him to wrap starting, a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> instead of starting to do that this week, instead he he went balls out, adventure hopping, a minimal three different plots. At least three. At least three. Two of them pretty meaty. And then instead of like giving us anything, he just he just plot vomited all over us like he does with narration mm-hmm. and lore and stuff and bringing up more questions than answers which you really shouldn't be doing in the penultimate episode of your six episode season mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then when it looks like we're finally going to get something he kills off a major character and then the episode ends with yeah. all of these plots hanging there hanging there underdeveloped with no way there is no way in an hour that we can we can wrap this stuff up in a way that's going to be satisfying there's no way and I will just say, I think I said it last week, um, or I mentioned it last week, where I, or I said, I think that this six episodes, I think we're actually not going to see the finale of this story until New Year's Day. But he's supposed to wrap it up next week. It's like he's not no, getting extra, Marcus, or, or extra credit for his friggin' late homework. I mean, you know, he, it's supposed to be, and, and this is his words and this is the bbc this was from the get-go flux was an all-encompassing six episode story the arc the start the middle the end if he hasn't finished it and they've had to turn it into one of the specials then i mean look it's just as well that he's finished and 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 walked away because i'd have fired his ass I'm um <laughs> you know fired his ass two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that first season. Fight, I yeah, am about ninety seconds into episode four. I'm, I'm <laughs> first of all, I'm throwing shit all over the place here. Sorry, I'm I'm actually swearing. That's how disappointed I am. I would have okay, here here are my thoughts on this sucker. There were four there were three major plots and one sort of subplot with Vinder in there as well. Um <sighs> These could have very easily been individual episodes or, you know, separate episodes. The, the sort of adventuring time hopping stuff that we saw with, with Yaz and, and um, I keep wanting to call him John, but uh, it's Dan, uh, which I thought actually was kind of interesting as its own thing away from the doctor. Oh, that's kind of cool. But in the end, it was what they spent like two, two, three, four years hopping around only to like go right back to the very area they were in before to find tunnels that we don't know what to do um and then oh unit has been hydra this whole time that's interesting uh i mean he, I didn't he, like he doesn't have the wherewithal to do a multi-headed hire you know sort of like hydra an, an actual uh, hydra yeah. one, snake, one snake yeah it literally it's one snake he couldn't get the multi yeah and then you had uh the doctor which was arguably the most important part, the whole reason behind the name Doctor Who Flux this season was this story that we're talking about the Doctor right now. And she's given like seven, seven or eight minutes total of the episode, it felt like. There was nothing there. And 
freaking a major character who is pivotal to Doctor Who to all of Chibnall's storytelling, I should say. To Chibnall's Who, just, yeah. Yeah, just gets uh gets 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 offed like like that. It's, For no reason. No reason. I I don't know. Unless the dust thing isn't we're gonna find out it's not killing these people, and it's a it's a spoilers for the show uh, <clears throat> Loki. Um, I mean, if you're listening, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> da, 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 da. So unless we find out that they're dusting them to another universe or something and feeding off their energy, like I don't know, they introduced what was essentially the Doctor's mother, adopted yeah. mother at least, adopted mother, and then they fucking dusted her. <laughs> they dusted her eight minutes as you were saying of screen time later. It's just like, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's spending so much time doing what I have to assume is going to be the background or retcon or, or fleshed out lore of the Time Lords and everything else. And he spent years doing this. And then he just goes, Psh. Yeah, just like, Psh. his own buildup. I don't get it. I don't get it. He's clearly the- all in on the Timeless Child thing. He's clearly all in on the retcons and fleshing out the mysteries of the Time Lord origins and stuff. Like, I don't get it. Like, where where is this going? And what is the point? It doesn't seem to have an impact on any of the characters or any of the plot. Yeah, like, it doesn't. I don't, it really doesn't. I don't understand. Marcus, a.k.a. Mr. Beer. What? <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> it's episodes like this that make me glad I've got fucking cancer. <laughs> at least i've got something else to worry about no um all right well, i mean where do you begin with this with this guy i mean look we, we've we've tried to give him chances over and over we've been optimistic we've been abusive we've been angry i mean he's not responding to any of our stimulus yeah. um or I've our seen- phone calls or I, th- I think that, well you obviously isn't watching the show anymore and i think this that, that's just wrong uh, everybody knows that anyone who's associated with Doctor Who in an official capacity should watch this goddamn show on a weekly a weekly basis. Our show, um, our show. Yeah, just this show. Just this. Show. Just nothing else. They shouldn't watch anything else. Nope. Because um, let's face it, the only uh, the only shows they seem to watch are the ones where it's like, oh my god, Doctor Who is just the greatest. That every episode is fantastic. <laughs> uh, and we're certainly not one of those. Um, <laughs> Again, there's interesting stuff in here. These tunnels under Liverpool. Yep. I mean, what mm-hmm. the hell is going on with these tunnels? I think it's really cool. Um, if the tunnels were the initial way that they tackled this, the discovery of the tunnels, in my opinion, this is just, you know, as somebody who has no script writing or storytelling experience, but I just said, episode one, the tunnels. You basically have the the chap from Liverpool. You got Dan, and you got Yaz and the Doctor. Doctor lands with Yaz. They bump into Dan and go, oh, hello, Dan. Let's go look for some tunnels. And they go, and he goes, oh, I know Liverpool. There's some tunnels down here. And down we go. And they go, it's like, oh, look, here's a tunnel. Where does this one lead to? And this one leads to this section of time. This one leads to that section of time. And then from there, you see all these threads. It's like, oh, hang on. This is a big confluence. This is kind of, oh, what's this nasty Nexus thing coming? This is Earth post-Nexus. And instead, they've got the fucking dog, and they've got um, they've got the Nexus, and they've got the Santarans, and they've got these people. Uh, you know, I mean, 
it's funny how you know this whole species. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> race of people out there, um, in a you know on another planet, in you know in another part of the galaxy or, or the or our universe that has an Irish accent. I mean, that's worrying. Can we just talk about how terrifying that prospect is? <laughs> um, so perky, so fucking perky. Um, but. Um, yeah, we have that person who's pregnant, and then we have, you know, it it just seems to me that it, it's muddled. We've we saw you know episode one was like, Ur, and then we saw some episodes that were like, okay, okay, okay. But as we have discussed, there are like thirty five thousand yeah. threads going on right now, and of course, you know, some of the threads were very interesting, and it was some interesting stuff. Coming up to a certain point in that in, in the episode, where it's like, until we got to, I'm your adopted mother, and it's like, oh, let's introduce or uh, reintroduce the te- the thread that is basically stringed turd, and that is the the timeless child. And oh, I found you at a wormhole. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the equivalent of oh, I found you walking us around us, uh, you know, the rest area at the. Uh, uh, at the Grand Canyon, um, there was nobody else around who seemed to be interested in you, so I took you. I mean, uh, okay, all right, creepy vibe much? I'm so glad they took mm. you over. You know, they went, and you vanished into dust because at the end of the day, this woman stole a kid, raised a kid, experimented on a kid, and therefore we have no idea, no sympathy for this woman whatsoever. So when she <laughs> dies, it's like, <laughs> assuming she dies it's like <laughs> serves you right stupid sucks cat. to be you yeah yeah so that'll teach you and then not only that we find that she's she's stolen a whole bunch I mean as soon as I saw that fob watch is like oh god here's all the other uh, memories and I just I don't know whether the next week is going to go one of two ways that watch is going to be destroyed yeah no that's the only way it's going to go or it's going to be opened. And if it's going to be opened, then the specials with Jody are going to be the doctor going through all these different um, memories and reliving those adventures. Who knows? Maybe we start to get the regeneration and the, you know, the specials are literally past adventures that, that we didn't know. Jody has. They they could be the memories, uh, the all the the sheer power of you know uh, an infinite number of memories overcoming her, and then that's what causes her to go into the regeneration. Yeah, um, I mean, on, on the plus side, we could also have. I mean, Chibnall has, whether it's inadvertently or advertently, given us and out with regards to totally retconning this whole section with regards yeah, to yeah. the the division being between these two universes True. and that we don't know we don't know that it could be that as we've discussed before that this jody is not our doctor and not from our universe and the entire time it's not been our universe so right. even though it looks like it it's the um it's very much um, Miles Morales into the Spider Verse, where it kind of looks like it, but it's not quite. You know, and, and the so th- I think that's where um, this notion of multiverses. We talked about it maybe a couple, you know, a couple of years ago <clears throat> when we were first really watching the Timeless Children and everything around that. Um, 
<clears throat> the idea that, you know, maybe there, like you said, Marcus, maybe there is this sort of multiversal doctor. And this doctor is not our quote unquote doctor 13. It is a separate doctor that's from a, some different universe that maybe has inherited our doctor's memory somehow or something. Uh, maybe that's what this locket will 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 do as well. Actually, give her her own memories. I think there are the idea that this could be retconned, I you know, and and, and fixed. I guess um, leads me to believe that this locket, this timepiece, is not going to be opened by this uh, by Chibnall, but will be by Russell T Davies to help sort of wipe away any. Anything that he sort of wants to do. That's oh, this no, is going to well, be the, if, if the albatross already open, around the neck. If Chibnall is already open, that particular can of worms, as in you know, it's all been committed and to film or to digital hard drive. I mean, we if they, if it's open, the cat is out of the bag next mm. next week, and then we'll see if how it opens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I this is why I think Russell T. Davis is waiting. Is <laughs> basically he's working his ass off right now, trying to sort of like just clean up the shit the the shit storm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean, you're awfully quiet. <laughs> He's scared. He's a young man. He's not used to this sort of abuse. Yes. He's practically. Uh, he just wants. Says. He's so glad that Centaurians are coming back again. Yeah, that's the payoff I wanted to the tunnels and the. Yeah. And uh, what? The, all right, hold on. <coughs> I have a lot. I don't. I, we know. Ah, I'm all scattered. You got the it's okay. The it's okay. You're 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 you Let it out. Let you're it not out, used to this. Just let you let your elders guide you and listen to you. <laughs> not used to this. I've learned to just let you talk until you tire yourself out. <laughs> until you tire out. Uh, um, my mom used to do the same thing. <laughs> you guys haven't touched on the weird unit subplot and we, the guy who was like yeah, a one-off grand serpent. The Whatever. Grand Serpent, who showed well, like up I said, that, like he was sub- he had a Hydra his way, and Marvel thinking of Marvel yes. Hydra, where he's been yes. at the core of units since the beginning. But how and why and like all of that to just mm. suddenly he uh, and how does that relate to Vinder? Because he actually uh, appeared in one of Vinder's flashbacks. He was, I assumed, a, a far future different galaxy whatever alien who had all this tech and stuff at his disposal i guess maybe there's a there's a comment that the flux is destroying all these different worlds so people are going to attack earth and try to take over and whatever so maybe he's a survivor of the flux but why is he time hopping through earth and why unit and yeah yeah i really like the nod back to the brigadier's beginnings like in him happening off screen and stuff i thought that was really nice yeah but like I don't get it. I don't get it. All of that to just engineer a Santaran invasion? Like, why? Why? I don't understand. I don't understand. I just don't get it. It feels, you know, everything is rushed and underdeveloped, and that's fine. But this one yeah. just feels out of yeah. place to me, and I can't. I can't really figure it out. So, <clears throat> I I don't know if it's just me, but his voice sounds like. Um, the same voice as uh, Thrush or Rush or whatever his name is, the disco, the uh, sparkly guy, the sparkly skull face guy. They should, by the way, they should have made a uh, um, an ornament 
of Swarm. Swarm? Swarm. Because that would have been great. He's already dressed like one. But no, but I, think, I, I, I actually think that their voices sound similar, which makes me wonder if uh, if if this guy evolves into Swarm. Or, and again, we're just grasping straws because we have way less, uh, you know. So Craig Parkinson plays Apprentice uh, or Grand, the Grand Serpent. And uh, Sam Spruill is Swarm. Okay. Two different actors, but still. I um <clears throat> I don't get the unit thing. I was really happy. Uh, Dolly, did you mark out when Kate showed up? I was happy when Kate showed up. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy. When That's Kate what Marcus up. and I knew was coming last week, and we didn't say anything. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't know that. Yet. And I actually loved that she mentioned Osgood in the. Uh, yeah, I wonder if we got Osgood next week. Since there's I hope, like a, I hope so. I assume Kate will. Honestly, I'd like Chibnall just to stop fucking with the decent characters because there's no guarantee he won't kill them. Yeah, it's true. I honestly, th- I was really, I really thought he was going to kill Kate off for a minute. I thought that he was just going to oh. be like, like, just, I mean, yeah, she sorry. walked around oh. the streets like nothing was going on and walked up to a yeah. ticking bomb at her front door. So it's like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'm glad he did. Like, sorry, he dude. Homie does not play that. You, you kill, you kill Kate Lethbridge Stewart and that's it. We're issuing a fucking fatwa. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, I don't know. I just I don't understand the Grand Serpent thing. All of it mm-hmm. to just culminate with the Centaurans and like yeah, yeah. You know, like we talked about, there was some really good stuff in there, sprinkled throughout. Yes, and correct. you know, there were things in there that could have been pulled out and and turned into their own episodes, like like a yeah. Doctorless episode with Yaz and our boy Jericho, which would have been cool. Nineteen oh one to nineteen oh four, all of that just to go up the mountain to that that cheeky uh, seer. Who I don't really know that that really amounted to anything, but it was fun to watch. Yeah, you know, yeah. But he was a comedy. He was comedy. Didn't you see? It was whole comedy Mm -hmm. from the guy who's been really sort of like making sure every episode of Doctor Who over the last couple of seasons has had some sort of message. He falls into the trope of, oh, it's the wise man sitting on the top of a mountain. Yep. And we turn yep. up and guess what? He's hip and with it and he's asking for <laughs> gossip and oh my God, all in his funny accent and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that was really freaking offensive. And if you're offending me, you know you've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best you know we can what, say. Is yeah. You know so, what else annoys me <clears throat> is going back for years. We flirted on and off, like hypothesizing about whether or not there would be a multiverse and whether or not the Doctor would crack through, mm-hmm. and whether or not they'd use that for any various plot things we talked about over the, the seasons, even before Chibnall. And now we have it, and of course now we have it. Right? It's trendy. Everybody's yeah. doing it. Marvel's doing it, yep. and and whatever. <laughs> And God damn it, it's going to be burned on the timeless child. And I just, mm. it's another example we talked about last week. There's some really cool ideas in here that I just really want to get on board with. And I just struggle so hard because I hit the wall that is the entire retconning of the doctor's history. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. I'm... And it's, I don't like being this negative on the show every single right. week. That's my job. That's his job, and well, he's really th- good know, at it. So, so we we've been op- we were optimistic through four episodes. Not always optimistic, but we were withholding <clears throat> judgment because we thought he has he had ample time to 
start put, pulling these threads together and wrapping them up and giving us answers because what Doctor Who fans need, what fans <coughs> of good writing need is, you know, need our answers. We need answers mm-hmm. to the questions. We need answers. You, answers keep us going, not cliffhanger and more threads and more threads and not answering the questions. There was nothing I learned apart from Tectune um, and The Division, but which really only came in like a 30 seconds total in this episode. Nothing that I learned in this episode uh, that I didn't know from the previous previous episode. In fact, the previous episode was much better executed with the Weeping Angels. This, so, by the way, that's one thing we didn't talk about. The Weeping Angels were created yeah. by Division. Uh, well, no, we don't. Is that know what that. they were kind of saying? Or no, 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 no. Um, or that has used by Division. They're okay. used by the Division because she's okay. like, how could you? Even, how could you create? Like, how do you? Um, how do you recruit these sociopaths? What is your deal in mm. Division? She's like, oh, we recruit from every species across all of time and space and reality and stuff like that. So that was not but, a confirmation. That's yeah. how they were made. I mean, either way, it was uh, not well executed. And I'd still like to know how you recruit a weeping angel into your army. Like, yeah. you hold a mirror up to them and say, "Look at this." And did uh, you see how many there were? I mean, there's so shit. many of them. That was they awesome. Kinda, they, uh, they talk to each other. Yeah, great. Hey, I got this new new gig lined up. If you're interested, other angels. Was that there, a... there's, there's a weeping angel LinkedIn? <laughs> is how you do it. Was that Jody's voice? Were they using her voice in a warped angel way? Because I thought that was cool. If that's I what think they were. They were. I actually think they were. Yeah, that's I thought that point. was neat. I gotta admit, I, I think we should um we should go around and say one thing change it up a little bit. Say one thing we liked about the episode each. And I will start, because I already talked about the, the nineteen oh one plot. And I will say that I thought Jody did a great job actually being pissed and sad with all the division stuff that she learned about. And it bums me out that it's probably not going to go anywhere, but I thought she did a really good job, and I liked that a lot. Marcus, do you want to go? Go where? <laughs> do you have anything in, anything nice about this episode, or anything that you liked about this episode? I'm He's thinking. thinking. <laughs> well, I'm going to say I also liked... Uh, <laughs> Jody's, um, I actually, I really like Jody's performance in that it, w- getting angry, getting upset, not being able to, to come to terms with, you know, with the answers that she needs. She's kind of like all of us as fans right now, because we just want to know what the F is going on. She wants to know what the F is going on. No one's telling us. And in fact, the second we're about to find out, it gets yanked away from us and we get pulled deeper and deeper. And I do kind of feel like Jody, um, these last two episodes especially, she has been more of a reflection of the fans because she was kind of fed up last episode. She wanted to know what the you know what the, what the division was and who was what the what the angels are doing, much like us. And so we get pulled in this week, and it's the same thing. And so I yeah, I am going to give her kudos on her performance for sure. Still thinking. He's the. Um, well, since Dolly basically uh, poached mine, I will say another thing I liked, and I have not said this very much about her, was Yaz's plot this week and how she had to deal with the doctorless existence and basically being stranded for years and how she became sort of like doctor-like, I guess, for yeah. Jericho yeah. and Dan, um, I thought was well done. Again, it didn't really lead anywhere. 
But the journey to get there, I thought was really cool. Her performance. Look, she's a poor, she's done exactly what the likes of Sarah Jane mm -hmm. did, and what uh, and what right. um, Donna Noble did. Mm -hmm. right. uh, and we've seen this over the years that that mm -hmm. you know we've had have some characters who, when the Doctor's not around, they go off and you know they carry on the fight. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think is, there's any new ground there at all. So I don't think we should be applauding that because at the end of the day, it's yet another reused trope from, you know, from from from, from Chibi. Um, You're not wrong. There's only no one's so, not wrong. I'm fucking there's only, but there's only so many ways you can do that story in a 55 year time mm -hmm. span. Well, how about just not? I mean, how about just not? It's like, how about so just not? Well. Because we've had it. We've had it happen. Three times in this regeneration, in this, uh, you know, in, in 15 years, three times since 2005. I mean, you know, if you count four, if you count um, Rose from the, uh, you know, coming back from the other dimension, I mean, there's just, I mean, the other thing this is that bring, you know, is now in my mind is he going to wreck on the Weeping Angels? Because the doctor's never That's been what able I was to afraid bring of. somebody back who has been zapped yeah. by the weeping angels. So, are we looking at Yaz and Dan? Are they? I mean, is Dan one and done? Which would suck. That would mm. suck because again, he's you know he seems to be you know he's been woefully underused. I mean, he had his his <laughs> one episode where he was back in Liverpool at the docks and he was off doing his thing. Um, but it would suck if he was one and done. But both him and Yaz are done. They will not escape because we've had this, you know, with with Matt uh, Matt Smith's doctor, and when uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Karen Gillan was zapped back into time, Amy Pond and and Rory, they were zapped back. The doctor couldn't go back for them because they were a fixed point in time, and their future had gone. So, is he going to wreck on this again? Is he going to find the doctor's going to have a big red button, or because these are all division? weeping angels is there a big fucking red button somewhere there that allows the doctor to say oh well guess what i am uh you know i'm going off to you know i can i can pull everybody back out of time and then if the doctor does that will you know wouldn't you think that the doctor would go and get amy and rory i mean so the amy and rory thing bugged we're getting on a tangent here the amy and rory thing bugged me for a long time because of exactly this. Um, apparently, I don't know if it was speculation or Moffat said it a couple of years later. Uh, it was a combination of things. Because the Doctor had read what was going to happen, that means it had to happen the way it happened, versus going back and trying to rescue anybody else from the Angels, which I don't think we've ever seen the Doctor try to do. I, so. I could be yeah. wrong. But also, then there was some hand-wavy shit that, like, because of New York in that time period with all the temporal energy and all the time travel and stuff, if the doctor did try to do that and messed with a fixed point, it would basically blow a hole in the earth or the universe or whatever. Hmm. So, you know, Moffat hand wavy stuff aside, I don't know if it's the same because I don't think that we've ever seen the doctor try it. We've always seen people zapped back and then finishing out in the old age. I don't think we've ever seen the doctor try to go back and, and rescue somebody that we didn't know didn't just stay there and grow old and die as a fixed point in time. So. I mean, that's the other thing. The doctor got zapped back. Boom, boom. Didn't the they get zapped back, back by the weeping angels? So, no. In, mm -mm. Quantum oh. extracted, uh, turned into an angel to be transported to in between universes, but not zapped back. No. No, I mean, in the weeping, the, in in the first episode, Blink, the first time mm -hmm. we saw oh. the angels, wasn't the doctor 
back in uh, that's why you know they were trapped without the started back in 1960 whatever yeah and that's mm-hmm. how they ended up doing these behind the scenes movies and mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. know i mean the, the the show's just it's just just going and they got out of that with the tardis so that's a good point actually yeah thanks marcus you brought us full circle yes. in a little time See? loop there it worked yeah. <laughs> I need to step away for a second. Um, talk amongst yourself. Okay. Oh God, I chased him off. Oh, scared him away. I, mean, I never I... win a. I never win a debate with him about yeah. like Doctor <laughs> Who facts. And he just can't handle it. He's just like, fuck it, I'm out. It. Um, um, I mean, I think that's the point I meant with with the season of Doctor Who, <laughs> in a way as well. You've been at that I... point for like two seasons, though, man. Like, yeah. I mean, and I've been. I, I've tried to be as positive. So. My problem has been that we I'm always positive. optimistic. We were, we were but I'm always optimistic. I always leave the, I always wait. And we did a good job of, of saying, we're going to wait to find out what happens at the end. And I, <clears throat> even under, you know, there were a couple of middling episodes. There were, there were good episodes with bad um, resolutions in this mm-hmm. like last episode. I thought was a great episode. Just kind of a, the, not a great resolution. Um, it's, uh, I I don't I don't know how. Let me rephrase it. Chibnall could wrap up every thread next week. I, I mean, there is a way to narratively wrap up every thread, uh, but there's no there's not going to be the meaning and the weight behind it that properly fleshing them out, showing why they're important. Because yeah, the tunnels under the city. Um, that I mean, how is how is that integral to the idea of flux? How is what Vinder and the Grand Serpent? How are they integral to the idea behind flux? How is the Centaurans and uh, you know uh, how how are we still back on Earth when Earth you know seemingly was under impending doom and destruction? In that very first episode. Now that's all wiped out. It's, it's, <laughs> there's no weight to these these plots and decisions and that's what's that's what's been bugging me and so when we get to this resolution it's literally literally going to feel like a we, we got to get an answer for this just explain it we need an answer to this just explain it but there's not going to be just, any emotional tie there's not going to be any emotional tie-in there's everything all the reveals are falling flat there's nothing that yes. really impacts yes. or changes or causes our characters to grow yep. the doctor's prior life even my bias uh, against it aside for a second doesn't really matter mm-hmm. like they're asking us to believe that she was this different yeah. person or had these prior lives yet still had the police box and still ran away and all this and called it why the doctor why would you call yourself a doctor yeah. that was a name yeah. you took when you were William Hartnell so it's like I don't know I'm with you I just don't see how it's yeah. how it's going to be narratively satisfying I don't and think did it's going to be satisfying you didn't see the preview for next week right <clears throat> no because uh, thankfully so here's here's how I viewed it you're going to laugh at this um, for some reason, Xfinity uh, recorded the entire episode, but would only play to the thirty-minute mark, and then it would shut off the episode. The and so, it would get the, the thirty-minute mark of the recording, and then it would shut off. So I had to restart, <coughs> and it, it, it would stop at the same exact location. <clears throat> so I had to watch it from the Xfinity on-demand portion, uh. which means you can't fast-forward. You can only rewind. And it was so late last night that I was watching this, and it was not holding my attention, which means it wasn't keeping me awake, which means I'd get to a point and realize uh, that I had actually fallen asleep for about 15 minutes and have to rewind the episode back to where <laughs> oh, I remember. God. But I'd have to rewatch all that of the advertisements like again. Yeah. yeah. 
And so this one hour episode AMC took me Plus. about three hours. It was horrible. AMC Plus. If the episode dropped as soon as it started to air, yeah, and if you yeah. were subscribed no, to AMC just... Plus, I mean, look, but that's the thing. We cut the cable. Yeah. We don't have Xfinity or anything yeah. like that. We have yeah. YouTube TV for our, our regular TV. Um, and it's, it's actually now a toss up if we'll ever even stick with that. But AMC Plus, five. Mm-hmm. He's right. Later. It was, yeah. it was, and I got it through Amazon Prime for the month. It's, Okay, there you go. I watch it when it drops on Prime. It's, There's yeah. like two commercial breaks. They're 30 okay. seconds. Then the commercials are just Doctor Who commercials. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Anyways, um, that's why I didn't it what it wasn't. Well, all right. I won't I won't say anything, but <laughs> I will well, I won't say anything too spoilery. The preview indicates that not only is there everything that we know about that has to be tied up, but he's gonna throw more stuff in. And I don't know if it's just like for a minute. Or what? But it's not just. It's there will. It's going to be a challenge to see how he how mm-hmm. he can do it. Um, by the way, I like Vinder. Vinder's the guy with the. He's yeah. trying to find his wife, right? Yeah. Who Marcus? I'm more and more convinced every day that your theory is right. By the way, about them and the baby. No, I hope not. Um, I hope not. And I think we're going to get some time loop shit. But uh, I mean, let's face it. Our, our eyes rolled hard enough when we found <laughs> out that River Song was Amy's mom. Yeah, I would take that a million times over where I think this is going. Tell you that. Yeah. Did you guys like that Vinder got put into passenger or whatever it's called? Yeah. Where and I saw hundreds die. of thousands. The second he was in, <laughs> I thought that was so stupid. It was funny, and that was one of those so bad it became good moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh at least we got dog people again. I like the Lupari. At least we got dog people. Well, I like the Lupari. Um. We got some mood. Yeah, we got some mood get for, a, for a second. I yeah, mean, he's true. literally sticking his finger into every <laughs> single character uh, oh. species that's being written. Thank Not you. Literally. That reminds me, Marcus. I wanted to ask you about this. So we find out that the division is basically Time Lord Black Ops, right? But didn't the Time Lords already have that with their version of the CIA? Isn't the division just like another version of the Celestial Intervention Agency from the old show? I don't know. <laughs> oh look at me this shit's being rewritten as we speak Time Lord can, uh, Doctor Who canon uh, oh, I mean not only is it the, you know the, that ship has sailed we don't know what's going on there's no such thing as a fixed point in time because this twit is rewriting it on a geometric now you know it's like one yeah. it's like that episode uh, you know at the, um, the end of time where it's like you see the Doctor in, with the oud as something else is happening uh you know as um they're trying to uh, you know re, uh, re get the master alive again um and the cult of what's his face and everything else is happening they're all happening at the same time which makes no freaking sense whatsoever mm-hmm. uh not one of russell t davis's finest moment but at least mm-hmm. it was wrapped up in two episodes but i mean that's how who chronology and and canon is being rewritten yeah. and just destroyed right now it's yep. who knows i mean you know for a non-interventional species the time lords were real douchebags yes they were well we knew that yeah we knew they were douchebags they but were we didn't douchebags. think they were this level i mean there's there's douchebags and then there's this level I'd actually like to see a couple of more good Time Lords because the Doctor can't be the only one. Can't be the only one. Maybe the Master <laughs> was a good Time Lord all along. As long as, oh man, somebody, uh, 
somebody was worried that they were gonna he was gonna bring Susan into this, and it's just like, oh, no, please, she's a, she's avoided like she's just not she's like just below like famous enough as a character to to be on his radar and everybody else's radar. But man, it's just like, um, I read a theory that that Chibs is obsessed with fleshing out the lore of the Time Lords. In a way He's not exactly no doing a good job. No. But like he wants to give them backstory and this whole origin and stuff that no one ever really bothered with past the Rassilon Omega levels. And but, he's uh, just it's just fine. That should be in a different a different a different series. It should be mm-hmm. you know, the division should be in a different series. Um so let me reiterate what I said last week. Mm-hmm. Watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. I did. <laughs> I go. watched it this weekend yes. with Val. Yes, man. And uh, who's got tickets for Spider Man? Look at us. I'm guaranteed. Although by the time I the woke first... up today, yeah, yeah. they were gone. I, uh, Opening night and the next day were gone. Let me just say, <clears throat> this was an advantage of a, of a mediocre Doctor Who episode because when I finally finished the episode, I opened my phone to see if anybody had mentioned anything about it. And all I saw was Spider-Man posts and managed to realize like, oh crap, tickets went on sale. So I better buy, I better buy tickets. So if it wasn't for this Doctor Who episode taking forever to watch, I would have never uh, bought Spider-Man tickets on time. I, uh, I saw everybody tweeting about it last night and I was like, we will never get tickets. I saw everybody complaining about the, the web site freezing for all the, all the different places. And so I was like, you know, I'll see it sometime in after Christmas or in the new year, probably. And then this morning, um, got up, did my stuff, potted around. And then Shauna says to me, oh, you want to watch Spider-Man, right? So, yeah. Um, so <laughs> on the opening day sound good to you? And basically, she kind of got it out of Loglipic, which is really small. Um, nice 20 seat theaters, pods, you know, two seater pods per pod. Perfect. Uh, they bring you booze. Um, yes. So it's a grown up theater, basically, so that, you know, oh, they let right, kids yeah. in, but it costs a fortune. Who wants to spend that on kids? <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think we should, we, we need to just switch to plan B and start talking about things like Hawkeye and, um, Invasion on Apple TV mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything like that. Because let's face it, this turd sandwich will be finished next week, one way or another, and we need to wash our collective mouths out. Well, then that's a good idea. Maybe in a in a couple weeks' time here, we'll uh, we'll spend the Sunday after Doctor Who is done uh, this uh, after next week. In two weeks, we can talk about some of the other things we've been watching or hyped about. Yeah, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll yeah. do a. Uh, you know, and a 2021 recap. Yeah, I like that idea. In fantasy and sci-fi and comics, we can cover Loki and Falcon and the Winter Love Soldier. That. And, you know, hey, we'll have an extravaganza. We'll talk about the games we're playing, Love too. It. Let's Love do it. it. Perfect. Let's, Let's do evolve it, it beyond Deal. the, the uh, you know, the, the lonely TARDIS, because the, the TARDIS is heading... Let's not be lonely anymore. Start. Let's not be yeah. lonely anymore. Uh, Gentlemen, I, uh, I definitely wasn't lonely this evening chatting with you. Wonderful. Wonderful, Jack. Happy birthday once again, my friend. Happy Thank birthday. You. Happy upcoming to birthday. You. Yeah, you old people. Old. Yay. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, I'm going to play Forza 5. I might actually play some Forza 5 myself just to I should play Halo. Are we friends on the Xbox? We may, we may, maybe not. I'll, I'll shoot you a message with my info. And we can, <laughs> I love that. This is how we're ending the show. This is amazing. I love you can this. find me online. Oh, so close. <laughs> so, right there. 
at Dolly Demosky. You can find this guy, Sean. Oh, he's down here. Uh, I got a point. There we go. Sean is down there. Marcus, as you can find him right there at NY Gamer. Um, gentlemen, you can find us at Lonely Tardis and LonelyTardis.com. Tell, do me, do us a favor. Tell your friends. Tell your family. The greatest gift you can give this holiday season is to subscribe to the Lonely Tardis. In fact, unsubscribe and then resubscribe because that's I think that helps us as well. So give the gift of a free subscription. We do this for free. The least you could do is have each and every single person in your bloodline, your neighbors, everybody. and your friends, your everybody subscribe. Timeline. Your entire yeah, you're time, time travel. Yeah, matter. come on. <laughs> Jeez, no, we don't we, ask we, for we much. Love, we, look, we love our hardcore, uh, hardcore yeah. watch, uh, viewers. They are so cool and yeah. Um, they they come back to us with interesting stuff on Twitter every week. Um, really they are the reason we yeah. do this, and you know, great, uh, great responses yeah. this week, by the way, from people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, let's go. Dolly's right. got some birthday sex to go have, or uh, or cake. Honestly, it's just cake. Uh, Don't that, have sex with cake, mate. <laughs> somehow <laughs> both never get it. We all yeah. saw American yeah. Pie. Yeah. Yeah. Take care, guys. See you all in the next episode of. Uh, the-